the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. One eight hundred six ten seven zero three five is my toll free number throughout the world. That is toll free worldwide at one eight hundred six ten seven zero three five. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com and our two websites www.xzoneradiotv.com. And 24-hour streaming, audio and video at www.exontv.com. My guest this hour is Barry Pollock, and he's got a brand new sci-fi thriller out at Nation. It's called 48, The Lemuria Project. Reveals a secret military experiment to genetically engineer a non-human super soldier. Dr. Barry Pollock grew up in Philadelphia and spent two years at the Air Force Academy before completing his Bachelor of Science degree in Political Science at Penn State University. After earning a Master's degree in Broadcasting and Film at Stanford, where he made uh, several prize-winning documentary films, he was accepted as a Writing-Directing Fellow at the New American Film Institute in Los Angeles. At age 24, he wrote and directed the successful 1972 uh, film Cool Breeze, but after his next film, This is a Hijack, flopped, Dr. Pollock changed careers. In 1980, he graduated from the University of Oklahoma Medical School. Since then, he has been an emergency room physician at a number of Southern California hospitals uh, for the last decade at La, uh, Los Robles Regional Medical Center in Thousand Oaks, California. Now, over the same decade, 
Dr. Pollock has penned hundreds of articles and columns, medical stories, biographies, and travel pieces. For the Ventura County Star newspaper, he has, uh, let me see, he was a medical advisor to the multiple multiple MNA, whoa, let's try this one again, multiple Emmy-winning TV series St. Elsewhere, and also has written episodes of Trapper John M.D., and Hotel 48X is his first novel, and joining me now from California is Dr. Barry Pollock. And Barry, welcome to the X-Zone. Hey, Rob, it's a pleasure talking to you. It's nice to hear my lengthy biography. You know, I, I couldn't, pleasure. it couldn't have been done any better, you know, as, you know, unless you wrote it yourself, and I know you didn't. It was, uh, Charlie Barrett from the Barrett uh, Company Communications in Los Angeles was kind enough to help put this interview together. And, uh, so, Tell me, you know, from going in, from filmmaking into into medicine, what's the connection? You know, I always have been a writer, and uh, when uh, I went to film school at Stanford, uh, which was a rather expensive school at the time, and mm-hmm. still is, I managed to finance my way through school by uh, working for the department that had the most money at that university, which was the hospital. And in the 70s, I did um, research films for people like uh, Dr. Shumway, who did mm-hmm. the first heart transplants. So I filmed things like him doing transplants on uh, dogs at the time before they did humans. I did films uh, for the first uh, laser eye surgeries before they became commonplace on people. They experimented on rabbits to figure out what kind of energy to use uh, uh, on uh, uh, those particular procedures. And I got to know doctors, and I said, when when my uh, film career seemed to be going nowhere, and I uh, said I have to move on to another type of career to to keep my sense of uh, sanity and self-worth because the entertainment business has such vagaries to it, ups and downs, I said, I can do that. I can go to medical school. I wasn't impressed with the doctors, so I went to medical school. Barry, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. But when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about your your brand-new sci-fi thriller, 48, The Lemuria Project. Dr. Barry Pollock is our special guest, Exxon Nation. His website is www.barrypollock.net. That's www.barrypollock.net. The good doctor and I will return on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. And uh, as I've been saying all week, if you'd like to make a donation to the people in Haiti, they need all the help they can get. Give to the Red Cross, www.redcross.org in the United States and in Canada www.redcross.ca Dr. Barry Pollock and I will be back in two minutes as the Exxon continues right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. 
Barry Pollock is my special guest. He's the author of 48X, the Lemuria Project. And um, let me see, 48X is a thriller, Pollock explains. It is a sexy and at times humorous adventure story and sci-fi novel, but I hope it will also be a thought-provoking novel, revealing some fascinating facts about science, technology, and warfare that readers may not know. Many things presented in this novel are within the realm of scientific possibility. 48X takes the current war on terrorism through a journey, imagining what if, what if we no longer had to hang on to our almost um, tradition of allowing our best young men to die in battle? What if there was another way to fight our wars? In this book, a Nobel laureate in genetics with a long line philosophy of eugenics and a general with a metaphysical penchant concert uh, concoct, I'm sorry, a top-secret experiment, a modern-day Manhattan project to genetically engineer a non-human super-soldier. Barry, is this possible? Certainly it's possible. We already uh, use uh, 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 genetic engineering to uh, uh, alter uh, uh, disease processes. We're, mm-hmm. we're thinking about doing it now to do things like uh, uh, change mundane things like sex and uh, hair color. Uh, the thing about science is is the will to do it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, ethical, moral quandaries when you when you manipulate uh, uh, the human genome. But science has always conferred huge powers to change the world. The only problem is, can people be trusted to harness it for good? You know, instead of evil. The, the problem we've always had is. Uh, we make our greatest project when we have pro- progress when we have wars. Calamities like war, World War II mm-hmm. pushed uh, the scientific envelope light years ahead uh, than it would have if we didn't have that kind of confrontation. And we always have trouble with science. We think about the nuclear power. Nuclear power is wonderful, but it leads to nuclear weapons. And biotechnology is wonderful, but we have uh, problems with biological contamination. And now we've got the science of... Uh, information and computer technology and we're worrying about uh, intrusive government and surveillance and and uh, identity theft so we anytime we move forward we have moral quandaries and the question is you know who's in charge of making these moves and how gutsy do we want to be to make them and i just present a lot of that in the book the book is a story about uh, what, what would happen if we had a Manhattan Project, like in World War II, that created the atom bomb and put an end to World War II in many respects? If we had a, a Manhattan Project where we put 
the best and brightest of our biotechnology people and genetic uh, engineers together and created a new kind of American warrior, new kind of American soldier, a, a chimera, I call it, which is a combination of uh, uh, human and animal uh, and created a creature that could work for us instead of uh, taking our best and brightest young people and using as, them as cannon fodder, which is what we do now. Where did your interest use animals? Where did your interest in uh, genetic engineering come from? Uh, you know, I, th this book developed. Uh, I've been a, well. Let me go back. I've been a writer for forty years, and I sort of uh, you know see things that interest me. I clip out articles, and this whole thing germinated, I suppose, when I read a obituary in nineteen. Uh, 97, uh, 97 of, uh, of a person named Robert Graham, mm -hmm. who was uh, a multi-millionaire American entrepreneur businessman who made his fortune from uh, creating the first plastic eyeglasses. But he then turned that interest to eugenics. He became a very famous eugenicist and became perhaps infamous or famous for creating what was the repository of germinal choice at that time which was a genius sperm bank where he collected the sperm of Nobel Prize winners and endeavored to create uh, um, super bright people by uh, genetically uh, uh, engineering uh, babies with that, with that sperm. And that, that, that story led to thinking about, well, what if we expanded uh, that philosophy of eugenics and used the new technology, and what would we do with it? And one thing led to another, and I... Uh, characters developed and the story burgeoned our special guest is dr barry pollock he's the author of 48x the lemuria project it's published by medallion press his website is www.barrypollock.net that's www.barrypollock.net all right so so take us through the scenario of your book and tell us a little bit about. It. Give us a give, give us a teaser. Okay, um, the story begins when uh, uh, a unusual weapon, uh, a hand sight, sort of uh, uh, a claw uh, glove, is found on a battlefield in the uh, Middle East with uh, um, terrorists slaughtered all around. And nobody can figure out why this particular weapon, which was uh, a remnant of what was used by Alexander the Great in the 3rd century B.C., is found on a modern battlefield. And uh, two couples, two fascinating but romantically, romantically mismatched couples, uh, get involved in trying to discover where this weapon came from. One couple is uh, a Isra former Israeli war hero that's... Uh, uh, um, solicited by Israeli military uh, uh, intelligence, uh, Amman, to try to find out what weapon, why this, this ancient weapon is used on a modern battlefield. And the other couple is uh, the uh, daughter of a Nobel Prize laureate who is trying to discover why her father died. Uh, and both of them, in searching these uh, um, issues, come upon the Lemuria Project, which it has placed America's greatest uh, bioscientists and geneticists on an isolated island in the middle of the Indian Ocean to, to 
develop this creature. And when they get involved in uh, challenging military and political roadblocks, traipsing around the world to uncover this secret, uh, the project falls apart because once it, it becomes uh, into public light, the moral and ethical issues become difficult to handle. You're right. I wrote this novel about gender roles in, in society and my concerns about the feminization of America and our military at a time when we have testosterone-driven enemies who are not limited by the scruples we have. What do you mean by that? You know, the, the American military, if you, if you figure out, you know, what percent uh, now is uh, women, you have to, although women can do a lot on the battlefield, you have to question what uh, the enemy does. While while our young men and women are playing with uh, video games and uh, 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 play acting uh, roles of of war, the enemy has no scruples. The, the, you know, the people that we fight uh, are all male, testosterone-driven. Uh, don't have any ethical quandaries about dying. In fact, uh, terrorists have always, you know, say say that uh, uh, they would rather be dead than they they would rather die more than we want to live, and that's a tough battle to fight. So I just sort of suggested maybe we need to fight it in a different way. What have the ladies said about your book so far? You know, the book just came out. I haven't had a lot of uh, uh, um, women comment on it. A few people have said that uh, the romantic scenes were good. (laughs) (laughs) In your book, you discuss animal experimentation, genetic engineering, and the nature of modern warfare. What is the nature of modern warfare now, and how do you see it in the future as a science fiction writer? Well, I think... uh, uh, the nature of modern warfare is to use more and more technology, you know, more and more machine technology. And I just suggested maybe we need to use more and more uh, genetic technology. We we already experiment on humans to enhance our capabilities. You know, we we use uh, cognitive enhancing drugs, drugs like Ritalin and Adderall and Amenda and Aricept. Uh, we use neuroelectronic interfaces where we plug our brains into computers and you can insert adjunct computer software directly in our brains. That's done now. And I'm just suggesting that maybe we should think about doing it more. What happens if uh, we could uh, um, not just use, uh, you know, testosterone to build muscle, but uh, use these, these chemical adjuncts to increase our mental capabilities? There are a lot of human capabilities that have, that have been discovered or, or, or talked about but could be fostered. Uh, for instance, uh, you know, people always talk about ESP, extrasensory yeah. perception, and telekinesis, which is predicting future or distant events, and telekinesis, the movement of objects with the mind, or, or astral projection, projecting our consciousness to other places or times, and telepathy, like reading thoughts. Or, and I mentioned in my books is, is something called synesthesia, which is the melding or enhancement of our five senses. These things, I think, are within us. They just need to be developed. And maybe using uh, the wonders of science, they can be fostered. There's not a lot of difference nowadays between science fiction and the potential for science fact. 
All right, doctor, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Very interesting book, very interesting author. Here's the information. We're talking to Barry Pollock. His new book is entitled 48X, The Lemuria Project. It's published by Medallion Press. It's available online, and, of course, you can find out more about Barry at www.barrypollock.net. That's www.barrypollock.net. And Barry and I will be back on the other side of this news break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this news break. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the Exxon. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, I'm Laura Fabron of Feast to Fields Organic Vineyards in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. Our toll-free worldwide number is 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Barry Pollock's my special guest. We're talking about Barry's new book. It's entitled 48X, The Lemuria Project. Now, why did you call it The Lemuria Project? 
Well, one of the movers of uh, this uh, scientific experiment believes in the uh, mythological or perhaps uh, real world, if you want to consider how many people believe in it, of Lemuria or mm -hmm. Mew. Lemuria was, uh, like Atlantis, perhaps people know, uh, an ancient civilization that existed somewhere, they say, in the Indian Ocean about 50,000 years ago uh, that uh, was inundated in a great catastrophe, as was Atlantis, except where Atlantis was a fictitious or mythological civilization that sort of mirrored ancient, uh, the ancient Greek world. Uh, Lemuria had these... these uh, capabilities that we have lost in our world. The things I've mentioned previously, they had the ability for, for, of ESP and telekinesis and astral projection and synesthesia. They had a more spiritually advanced culture. Now, again, there's no evidence that um, the, the world of Mu or Lemuria existed, but one of the characters uh, in my book named uh, General Maximilian Schell, uh, who Oppenheimer, as just as Oppenheimer guided the atomic bomb, he guides this project to fruition. He believes in this world, and part of that belief moves him to create uh, these creatures and also to hopefully use the genetic skills they have to advance human uh, capabilities. Um, in you know, a this, yeah, go ahead. In a technological age like we are in right now, why do we need soldiers? Why can't we just fight the battles through computer simulations and say, okay, you guys win, or whoops, we lost? Why do we have to even think about bioengineering or genetically engineering soldiers? Well, you have to get the enemy to agree, I guess. And you could do everything with computer simulations, I suppose, but we're not going to have those kind of uh, wars, I guess, for a while. And I've always felt, you know... We already experiment on, enhanced, on, on animals to enhance their, their usefulness, mm -hmm. usefulness to us. We create hybrids for our food chain, and in centuries past, we developed stronger beasts of burden. So this book sort of hypothesizes, why not create more intelligent creatures to perhaps handle our more onerous or tedious tasks that we have in the world, uh, physical labors that don't require much thought, and wars where you have to put people in danger um it's it's science fiction but it's within the realm of science uh, capability i think uh, you know it's a story that is not hopefully is not only entertaining it's a, as a thriller uh, of, of battling terrorists but it's about genetic engineering and animal experimentation about uh, eugenics and whether that should make a comeback it's about gender roles in the military and society and it's it's about the nature of war, and it poses it poses a lot of what if questions, like I mentioned before. What if we no longer afford our wars by expending the blood and potential of our best young men and women? What if we more so overcame our moral compunctions about playing God and proceeded with using the capabilities that science now has or could have, and manipulating our genes to improve the potential of humans as well as animals? Do you think that's possible in a realistic world? Oh, it's absolutely possible. In fact, I think if the story were, were made true, it could be possible in the short term. Just imagine nobody would have thought that you could uh, take a few pounds of, uh, 
of plutonium and, and, and make a, 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 a weapon that could blow up a city for 40 years ago? What if we, if, we, if we took all the restraints off our scientists tomorrow, all the moral compunctions that people have due to religion, and said, do it, just go ahead and do it? It could be done. There are risks to it, certainly, as I mentioned before, but all science has risks. Every, every time we move forward, we risk. I mean, can you imagine? You know, it's sort of a li pretty risky when you figure we put people in metal cylinders up in the air with uh, petroleum-powered engines flying around. I mean, if you think about it, that's sort of absurd and risky, but we do it every day, and that's science. Uh, why not take risks? People... The difficulty is, can you trust people, as I said, to, to, to harness science for good as opposed to, to evil? And that's, that's the difficulty, not the creation of it, not the accomplishment of it, is whether it's going to be done for good or evil. 1-800-610-7035, toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii, and now worldwide at 1-800-610-7035. Barry Pollock's our special guest. We're talking about Barry's new book that just came out last month, and it's published by Medallion Press, 48X, The Lemuria Project. Barry, as you're watching the news and um, what's happening in the Middle East, do you see any signs that would actually tip you off that what you're writing about today isn't really that far off in the future? Actually, I don't. <laughs> I think we're spending a lot of uh, money protecting our, our soldiers mm -hmm. um, and, and arming them and trying to keep them out of harm's way with uh, technology like uh, uh, unmanned aerial vehicles and uh, ob uh, observation. But we're not using genetics uh, to, uh, to improve our war, our war capability as I see it right now. Um, but I think we could. We just haven't uh, had the uh, the will to, to, to buck the the ethical quandaries about it. Uh, it's it's pretty tough to you know America is a very religious country, and when you start telling people you're going to play God, uh, a lot of breaks come on. But hasn't science already started playing God as soon as we started uh, you know we, uh, dabbling with DNA and now genetically modifying organisms and and uh, you know growing stuff and manipulating the human body aren't hasn't science already started playing God? Oh, absolutely. We're right at the we're we're right at the cusp of all this stuff right now. Um, but uh, they haven't used it in the realm that I suggest in the book. Uh, they haven't used it to manipulate and create uh, an animal that can perform the menial tasks that men have. Uh, and they haven't used it to, you know, nobody, I think, would uh, uh, consider putting human genes in an animal uh, uh, or manipulating uh, uh, animals and giving them a more of a human nature. Well, when uh, we look back in the past in Greek mythology... It could be interpreted that the Greek gods were actually visitors from another planet or who were highly advanced uh, or part of a highly advanced civilization here on this planet. And when we look at the Minotaur, half man, half horse, you know, that opens up an entire scenario of the what if factor. Absolutely. You wonder about that, you know, about mythology. What mm -hmm. was that all about? I think. 
I don't think those things existed, but I do think that the thought process of what if there was a combination of animal and man certainly existed. And when they when they conceived their gods and their mini gods, uh, they uh, unified them into this uh, um, chimera, this half animal, half human uh, creature, uh, the sphinx with the the body of a lion and the and the man of and, and the head of a man. But uh, I don't quite uh, think of this as sort of uh, Dr. Moreau's island where you have these horrendous creatures. I think it more of a, of a um, manipulation as the book describes, for instance. Um, the, the, diff, the, the, the inability of some animals, particularly the chimpanzee, to speak, for instance, uh, may be due to some small change in the genetic code that allows the ability to hear in a certain way. And if you altered that gene uh, and, and altered the hearing capabilities of an animal, you may discover in a few uh, generations they could speak um, or have that capability. Um, that's within the realm of science. It may take some doing to manipulate those genes. Mm -hmm. and it may be a little scary to start saying, do we want to put uh, a human gene characteristic in an animal, but you could do it. The question is the will to do it, and, and, the, and what, what, what do you create? At the end of my book, the fear is that you've created another animal that can compete with, uh, with uh, the human genome for, for control of the world. That's the fear. Do we create something that competes with us? Or that can defeat us to a point of oblivion, uh, you know, that they can just wipe us right off and they could be the, the sole survivor on this planet. That's a, that's a probability that I guess we'll have to face as we get closer into the future. What about, uh, na what, what about nanotechnology? Did that play any part in your book? Uh, it's not, no. Nanotechnology, not particularly, but, uh, um, uh, that I think comes into how you execute the, the the manipulation of genes, and I suppose nanotechnology has that factor in it. I'm not that familiar with it. Where do you see the future as as a medical practitioner who has an an obvious love for science fiction as well as as writing? You know, the, you know, my I don't know about. The future, you want to know about what I think about the future of medicine? We're getting more and more technological in medicine and moving more, more and more away from hands-on interaction with people. And that's the only scary part to me is everything is a template. Yeah. Uh, this, this comes first, this goes next, and it's not so much an art form anymore. It used to be the, the science and art of medicine. It's now the, uh, the template of medicine. Uh, you have to... Uh, uh, proceed down a particular uh, uh, order of treatment or there'll be uh, um, reaction, legal reaction and, and, and of that nature. So it's taken the interaction, I think, of, uh, of, of, of hands-on treatment of people uh, and making a diagnosis and having it more of an art than uh, uh, a uh, computerized concept of how you treat people and I don't like that as much how do we know it'll take a, a longer period of time than I have in practice to change that 
How do we know when we've gone too far and that we've stopped being humans, we've stopped being doctors, we've stopped being scientists, and we've tried to put ourselves into the category of demigod or full, or full god? I don't think you know. I think we. I think man is meant to be God. Uh, I mean, it may be a little blasphemous, but I think that's always what we've we've been here for. We always are meant to push the envelope, uh, to, to 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 move closer to to what we envision God is, mm -hmm. to become more and more advanced. The the thing is, is is if we can manage to do that and maintain the golden rule at the same time without. Where we, we we're not harming each other, that would be the best of, of all worlds. Where we we push the envelope all all the time. Um, did God meant man mean man to fly? Did God mean man to uh, uh, um, uh, manipulate uh, how how birth you know it, it occurs with cesarean sections or artificial insemination? I don't think God meant you know. There's no rule that God set that down. Those are all man pushing the envelope to to be more godlike uh, the only problem would be is if in attempting to be godlike we uh, harm each other we become more malevolent uh, that's that's where the, the dilemma comes is how do we be a beneficent god how how, how can man maintain uh, the role of being beneficent god it's like it's like government. You asked me what the best government could be in the world. I think a benevolent dictator would be a great government, better than any democracy or republic. Unfortunately, it's hard to find a benevolent dictator. Barry, stand by. We've got to, to take find. our final break. Barry Pollock is our guest. www.barrypollock.net. He's the author of 48X, The Lemuria Project. It's published by Medallion Press. And Barry and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. And uh, once again, Exonation, if you'd like to help the people out in Haiti, the Canadian and American Red Cross, in my book, are your best bet. www.redcross.org, that's the American Red Cross, and the Canadian Red Cross, www.redcross.ca. Don't go away, we'll be back after this break. And if she tempts you with a child, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh-huh. 
Barry Pollack is my special guest. Exonation, he's got a fascinating book. It's entitled 48X, The Lemuria Project. It's published by the good people at Medallion Press. And Barry's website is www.barrypollack.net. That's B-A-R-R-Y-P-O-L-L-A-K dot net. A-K. A-C-K, right? Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, Barry, um, you also were a writer for, uh, let me see, um, St. Elsewhere and Trapper John M.D. What was that like? Two, uh, two super, uh, two super shows. Oh, I like writing for television. It's a, it's a, it's a tough game though. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a challenging business to write for episodic television. Um, you've got to have a hit show. You've got to, uh, uh, be, uh, um, you got to know the right people. You got to have the right talent. And uh, for a while, I, I liked it. Um, but uh, I, I like I like the, the fact that people read what I wrote, and, uh, mm-hmm. and and I got some instant gratification when I wrote a, a column for a newspaper for ten years. I wrote biography column and travel column and medical column, and then I decided to try my hand at writing uh, novels. Um, and this is my first, and I'm very pleased with it. Uh, uh, there's nothing like the tangible creativity reward of, of writing a book, creating something out of nothing. But that has no value if you don't have readers. Uh, you have to have people read your work. That's what makes it uh, worthwhile. And as much as I love being a doctor for the last uh, 30 years where I, I get the instant gratification of helping people, I've been a writer for 40 years and, uh, uh, I really like creating new worlds, new characters, and I think that this story, my first novel, is it, w- it will really interest people. I, I meant it to be first, number one, entertaining. 48X is, is a story that I hope will entertain people, but it, I hope it's also thought-provoking. That's what I want to accomplish. It's a it's a story that, that takes place today. And just because uh, a, a, a soldier chimera doesn't exist, I think it's, mm-hmm. it's certainly theoretically possible with today's science. And it's a, a novel that's an exciting tale, a mix of science fact and fiction that, that was the root of uh, uh, authors like Michael Crichton's novel and like Jurassic Park. And, uh, and it's got the military and political escapades that people will find in Tom Clancy's books. And I'm, I've tried to to model my work after people, uh, authors that I like like that. Barry, I wish you continued success. I'm sure that this is going to be uh, a super seller. I love the concept. You've got everything in there that, that makes a great novel. In fact, uh, when I was going through the, through the, uh, information that Charlie was, uh, at, uh, Barrett, uh, company communication sent us, it made me wonder. It made me think, and um, it's it's futuristic, it's realistic, and it has all the components of a bestseller. And I'm sure that you've got a great success on your hands. And I want to thank you so much for joining us here tonight on the X Zone. And uh, as I said before, I wish you continued success. Rob, thank you very much. It's been very kind of you. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Barry Pollock has been our guest this hour. www.barrypollock.net We'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past as we continue right here in the X-Zone on the all-new X-Zone Broadcast Network and Talkstar Radio Network. 
Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.